Are you new to the indie publishing world? Do you want to know if self-publishing is right for you? You've come to the right place where you'll find tips, tricks, and the answers to the questions you've always had about writing, marketing, and self-publishing. Welcome to the Hot Mess Writer's Life. Help for the indie author with me, Lynn Howard. Welcome back to a Hot Mess Writer's Life. Help for the indie author. And it's me, Lynn Howard. I missed you guys since last week. It is actually morning. I'm sitting here with my coffee. Why, you ask? Lynn, why are you drinking coffee? Why are you recording so early in the morning? I'll tell you. I got a part-time job. I'm pretty excited about it, actually. Uh, it's very close, so I'm able to drive to it, and it's just a few days a week, so I'm getting out of the house and remembering how to communicate with human beings on a personal level again. So we are recording, editing, and posting in the same day. It is Wednesday. It is October 27th. It is almost Halloween, guys, which in my world means it's almost Christmas time. Yes, I put my decorations out the day after Thanksgiving. If I'm not too full, they come out on Thanksgiving night. In other news, it is almost November, meaning NaNoWriMo, guys. This is my first ever NaNoWriMo. I don't know why I've never done it before, but I haven't. I'm excited about it. So if you're doing it along with me, make sure you send me a message at authorlynnhoward at yahoo.com, or you can hit me up on the Facebook page. It is live. We now have a Facebook page just for us, guys. It is Hot Mess Writer's Life, Help for the Indie Author on Facebook. Make sure you come over, hang out, ask any questions, offer some suggestions for people that have questions. I'd love to have you there. I've already started on my project for NaNoWriMo. It's about 20,000 words in, but this one is looking like it's going to be a little bit longer than my previous book. So I labeled myself a rebel because I didn't want to get myself stressed out. The last book in the Morse Pack series has been put aside because I think it's going to need a complete rewrite. It's in the hands of my editor right now. Um, she's going to look over it and see where I got stunted because I feel like I kind of fell off of the plot line that I planned for that book. So we'll see what she says and we'll go back from there. So today we're going to talk about something I get asked a lot. Where do I find my story ideas? This is one of those questions that it's hard to answer, but I'm going to give you a few suggestions and some things that I've used in my own life, in my own writing career. But like Stephen King said himself, if he knew how he came up with the ideas, he's not going to tell you because then you're going to steal them. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you how I came up with a few of my ideas, and then I'm going to give you a few other suggestions, okay? All right, let's get into it. Number one, dreams. Cliched, yes, I know. I've heard it. You've heard it. We've all heard it. The rumor I've heard is that Stephanie Meyer dreamed about the field with the flowers and, and Edward and Bella laying there. Um, and when she woke up, she's like, well, I want to know what the story is. You know, what is going on? So apparently that's like the 13th chapter or something like that. Don't don't quote me on that. I could be lying to you. But she went back to write that story because she wanted to know what the story was behind that field of flowers and why were those two laying there. Your dreams can be a wealth of ideas. However, this is a huge however, if you're like me and have difficulty remembering your dreams within like 15 minutes of waking up, have a notebook and pen, or I've used the notebook app on my phone, write them down. You will not remember them. I woke up to use the bathroom one night. I was having a fabulous dream, perfect story idea. Yes, I'm gonna write that book and guess what happened? Yes, that's, yeah, you guessed it. I didn't write it down. And to this day, I have no idea what it was. It could have been silly and I just thought it was a good idea. I don't know, but 
If you don't write it down, you won't remember it. Even if you do remember it, you may not remember it correctly because you're dreaming, you're sleeping. You're not awake, you're not conscious. And let's face it, there's times we have thoughts that we forget later on when we're awake. Dreams are a wealth of ideas, but make sure you're writing them down and recording them down so that you can readdress it in the morning to see if it's even a good idea. The second one, the news. Y'all, if you've watched the news at any point in your life, you've seen how many stories are out there. I had a story idea come from a former pen name. There was a local man who killed his wife and children, and he worked for a huge ministry in the area, like a very well-known female pastor. I won't go any further than that. And of course, just like every interview, he was such a good man. He loved his wife. He loved his kids. And I looked at my husband. I said, huh, maybe he was possessed. Thus came a story idea revolving around that. At any point when watching the news, it can be a little idea. It can, you know, a car race, a car crash, a car chase. Well, why were they running from the police? We may not know the backstory. We just know that they're running from the police. But why were they running from the police? Story idea might come to you. Uh, there was a fire in downtown St. Louis. How was that fire started? Why was that fire started? Was it malicious? Was it an act of God? Was it something paranormal? Let the news feed your muse, because trust me, wealth of information, just like your dreams. Number three can be a story idea in character development, people watching. I love people watching. Let me tell you, Walmart, Walmart is a place you want to people watch when looking for quirky characters because there are so many different types of people that shop at Walmart. You know, you got people that just want deals and then you got people that are coming in there screaming at their kids, reeking of, you know, an ashtray. Not down in smokers. I'm a reform smoker myself, which they say reform smokers are the worst, but whatever. People watching will help you find story ideas and it can help with character development because you can find these little nuances and quirks of people, whether it be physically or personality wise. Maybe this person is super, super shy, but has a beautiful smile and makes eye contact with everyone. Or maybe there's someone that's so freaking loud and rambunctious and you find out later that they have a heart of gold. And you know what I mean? It's you can make it anything you want from people watching, but it will help with story ideas and character development. Number four, pull from real life. How many movies or books have you watched and read that said based on a true story? Now we all know if people made these movies or wrote the books detail by detail of the, the true story. First of all, there's no way to get the full true story because they say there's three sides to every story, right? His side, her side, and their truth. A lot of times it's boring. You know, let's let's use the Kardashians. I'm going to pretend that my family is a Kardashians for a second. <laughs> Not, but do you think that at any point people would want to watch me sitting in here and recording this for you guys? You know, maybe a snippet of it here and there, but at no point does anyone want to sit and watch me, you know, sorry guys, that was my GoPro. Sit here and watch me script this out for you guys and research my next topic and then sitting and watching me waving my hands around for however long it takes me to record this. It's not, it's not exciting. So they would take it and they would change it, which is what you can do. Whether it's a story from the news, a story from your own personal life, uh, a friend's life, you know, maybe your friend left their boyfriend because he was obsessed with eating Elmer's glue. I don't know. Turn it into what you want. 
that's where your little ideas start sparking is when you, when you hear things and see things, you know, turn it into whatever you want. Give it some creativity. You can put based on a true story if you want, but I mean, I never have, but I also don't use real situations and real names. I tweak it to what I want it to be. Number five, conversations. Y'all listen. Book one in my Big River Pack series, Nova says in Grace Wolf, Nova says, of course I have a filter. I just don't wash it very often. That line came from my baby brother on Christmas Eve during our Christmas party because my family was outside being all crazy and rambunctious and loud. And there was a newcomer there. My sister was dating a new guy. And somebody said, sorry, my family doesn't have a filter. And my baby brother said, no, we have a filter. We just don't wash it very often. Conversations, little just tidbits of conversation can spawn an idea or give you a line in the book that you can form a story around. Now, obviously, I didn't form my story around that line, but I knew that line was going in a book. Come on. Some things people say will trip you out. My cousin there's a line that's in another book. It's coming up, actually, that I use from her. She says, I don't have ADD. I have, how did she say it? I have A-D-O-L-A-S. Attention deficit. Oh, look, a squirrel. I just, I, you know, those ideas can develop a character, a storyline, you know, a, a chapter, uh, an act, a beat. Uh, depends on what terminology you guys use for this, but conversations can spawn ideas. I promise, especially if you have very colorful friends or colorful family, which I think we all have at least one in our life that is, you know, marches to the beat of their own drummer. Number six kind of pulls a lot of these together. What if, what if that fire was started by an elemental fairy whose magic is fire? What if that fire was started by someone covering up a crime? What if that car chase happened because a werewolf was discovered and now he's running from the human police? Imagine how limitless the world is if you use what if. At any point during a conversation, people watching, a dream, the news, your real life, if you use what if, just let it, just let it flow. Seriously. Um, I used to work at a hair place that was about 40 minutes from home and I'd come down this hill because I would, always took the back roads trying to stay away from cars because of my driving issue. And as I came down the hill up at the top of another hill was this beautiful, like colonial home. And there were these beautiful pine trees that lined the driveway. I came up with so many what if stories for that, that house, you know, out of boredom, of course, because I'm driving, what else do I have to do? But I came up with so many what if stories. If you watch people in their cars beside you walking down the street, you know, they're on the phone and they look angry, but you can't hear the conversation. What if they're angry because they just found out that their husband was having an affair with their cousin? You know, you can use what if for literally everything on this planet. What if, what if use that when looking at the world starting today, after you've heard this, from now on, I want you to look around and think, what if, when you're listening to a conversation, what if what she really meant, if you're watching the news and you hear that a family of five was stranded after a hurricane, what if they were put there by aliens? Use what if and let me know how that works for you. I'm telling you, that is a gym. Number seven, 
address an issue, whether it's a national issue, a personal issue. You know, we have so much going on in the news and in the world right now. We've got, you know, the pandemic and there's the police thing and there's race and there's sexism. You can literally pick any topic and address it. I always think about the Hunger Games. Like, what were they thinking? I've never actually researched it because I haven't read the book. Don't come at me. Don't come at me. It's just not my genre. But what was she addressing? I, I have to think she was addressing something, you know, how the rich is over the poor kind of thing. You can take any issue in the world, whether it's a personal issue or national issue, and address it. You can turn it into fiction. Or if you want, if you want to do nonfiction, you can address that. Make sure, however, you've done your research, you've become an expert at it, and you have a platform for that. You can address anything and turn it into a lesson, a life lesson, a fiction book, a horror, anything you want by addressing issues going on in the world, in your personal life, however you want to do it. Number eight, writing prompts. Now, some people are like, oh, writing prompts don't work if you don't already have an idea. That is the point of writing prompts. There is a page called Self-Publishing School, and I'll put it in my show notes. I'll put the address in my show notes. They have something like 400 writing prompts. Uh, my my bestie, my she's my editor, but she's also become my best friend over the years. She and I will give each other writing prompts sometimes. Maybe it's based on the story we're working on now, or maybe we're stressed out and we're just having a hard time getting our fingers and our brain to cooperate, and we'll give each other writing prompts. You know, uh, the writing prompt could be, Joe was hungry and stole a loaf of bread. You know, the writing prompt could be, Susie got a new dog because she was lonely, but the dog bit her. You know what I mean? Or it can be an actual sentence and you have to finish it off. Lynn always does and then finish that sentence. What that does is helps wake up your creativity. It will help getting those juices flowing. It'll help your fingers to start moving. I don't tend to need writing prompts very often, um, not because I'm like great or a genius or anything, but I think because I have such an overactive imagination, I always have too many story ideas in my head, like at all times. So I have to write them down in a folder somewhere else. So I don't dwell while I'm trying to work on something else. But there have been times when I am so tired and my brain is just shutting down because of the stress going on in my life that I can't get everything to come together. I wish you guys could see me flailing my hands like you can see me doing this, making a box with my hands. But there are times where the brain and the fingers and everything doesn't want to function together. So I'll get a writing prompt from my bestie. She will give me a writing prompt. And usually it's related to my genre or my story um, because she always knows what I'm writing. And which, by the way, goes back to an early earlier podcast. It's always good to have a support system. It's always good to have some besties in the writing world um, because they can talk you off the ledge and they can help you with writing prompts and they will know, well, no, that's not what you said the plot was or give you honest feedback on your stories. But my bestie will give me a writing prompt based on whatever story I'm working on and it will help. Okay, well, you know what? I didn't think about that and bloop, there it goes. You know, sometimes my writing prompt isn't even writing. It's trying to figure out, you know, the next scenario. Like I thought I was going to go over here, but that's not fitting with what I have. And I'll talk to her. And sometimes, boom, it comes to me just talking to her. Or sometimes she'll do a what if, which becomes a writing prompt, right? If a what if he meant to do this instead becomes my writing prompt. Well, what if he did? 
then you follow that that rabbit down the hole and you follow that storyline. I hope this answers some of your questions. Like I said, I get this question a lot. You know, where do you find your story ideas? How do you write a book? That's I hate that question. I got to be honest, I hate that question because I can't tell you how to write a book. I can tell you how I write a book because honestly, don't let anybody lie to you. We each have our own rhythms and and situations of how we write, our own systems of how we write. Um, I know I told y'all that I start writing at 10 a.m. every morning. Things have changed. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's because I am menopausal. I have noticed my creative time has gone later now. Um, So I've started doing some of my admin work in the day when I'm not at the office or it's not the office at the funeral home. Um, Where was I going? So now my new system to write, obviously, since it has changed, I get all my stuff done earlier and then I do my creative work later. I can generally sit down, read the last paragraph or two of what I wrote and remember where I was going with the storyline. Not everyone is like that. Some people have very detailed outlines and they know what each scene is going to be. So I can't tell you how to write your book. I can tell you how to write my book. I can give you tips on how to finish a book, how to schedule to write a book, how to become a full-time writer. Yes, I know. I said I went back to work. It was a personal decision. I was getting a little depressed being in the house 24-7 with not being able to really drive anywhere. And this job is about two minutes from my house, so it's very easy to get there. So I'm back among human beings. I can't really say I'm back among the living, if you know what I mean. But... I'm starting to get social interaction again, even if we have to wear masks and can't hug or whatever, but I'm still getting social interaction. I need to be around human beings again. And my husband's going back to his office uh, Monday. So then I'll really not be around any human beings, but I can help you with getting to the point where you can be a full-time author. I can help you with self-publishing your book. I can help you with the best avenues, but I cannot tell you how to write your book. It's, it's just not going to work that way. And if somebody tells you, they can tell you they're lying to you because we all have our own systems. Remember, if you have any questions, feel free to shoot them over to authorlynnhoward at yahoo.com, or you can post them on the Facebook page at A Hot Mess Writer's Life. And I'll see you guys next Wednesday. Bye.